Are you an ambitious, driven entrepreneur starting to feel overwhelmed, maybe a little trapped by your business? Well, I have a solution for you. It is the five-day bottleneck to breakthrough challenge, where in an hour a day, we will give you the roadmap, the blueprint, the treasure map to where you can find yourself with more free time, more freedom of money, and a more valuable business. Hope to see you soon www.bottlenecktobreakthrough.com. You are in for a treat today. My guest on The Real Bottom Line is Monica Bujanov, and she is coming into us from Sweden. Her story is amazing. I can't wait to share it with you. And we're going to dig deep into the inside game around money and your success. This is The Real Bottom Line, where we tell entrepreneurial stories about true grit and perseverance from frontline business owners themselves. Now, let's get started. Welcome, Monica. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Oh my gosh, yes, yes, yes. Now, I always like to start out. Tell me how you ended up working for yourself. Like, what's your journey <laughs> to where you are now? You know, I don't need all the details, but give me some highlights. Yeah. So, so I never set out to be an entrepreneur, mm. but I had, a, when I was 30, I had what my mom still refers to as Monica's big breakdown. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I thought I was going crazy. What was Monica's big breakdown? It, well, I was burned out and depressed. Yes. Yeah. So when I was diagnosed, burnt out and depressed on the inside, I was going, yay, I can fix that. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Being like crazy, which I, I thought I was going like, woohoo, right? Yep. Yeah, that was scary. Mm. So, so when the doctor said, no, you're not crazy, you're just burnt out and depressed, that was okay, I can deal with that. And the good thing about being like in a thousand pieces on the floor is that you can reassemble those pieces, right? Did you want to reassemble them in the exact same images before, or were you looking to make some changes? <laughs> like, that, that's where my mom comes in again, right? <laughs> no, no one like, can, can trigger you as the people closest to you, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember she looked at me and she had this sadness in her eyes and she said, oh, Monica, you'll never be the same again. And on the inside, I was going, of course, I'll never be the same again. That would be stupid, right? Yeah, <laughs> because then I, I would do the same things to myself again. Yeah. So so I realized there's something that's off. There's something that needs to be fixed. I don't know what it is, but let's go figure this one out. Because, you know, the, the whole like it's all figure outable, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so I knew there was an answer. I just had to figure it out. Were you in the corporate world before Monica's big event happened? Yeah. I Yeah. I had the, like I was an employee. Mm regular employee, right? Uh, and I did, hadn't really done anything huge in my life. I w- there was no reason why I should be burnt out. Mm. It didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So it, like in retrospect, I see I was using my energy the wrong way. I was trying to be the team player and I was trying to be the achiever. And I'm none of those. I'm really like, I can team play like nobody's business for two hours and then I'm exhausted. Mm. it's not so you an introvert or an extrovert or an ambivert that's the horrible thing I'm both at the same time <laughs> which 
felt so crazy until I understood why, because they support each other, right? Oh, okay. So I love being on a stage. Give me a stage. I'll make the audience laugh. I'll make them cry. And then afterwards, I just want to be, give me a cave and some books. And please don't make me have anything to do with people. Right. So, so those opposites, when I use them the right way, they support each other. So if you overload one versus the other for too long a period of time is when it leads to burnout for you. And when I try to be the supporter, right? I lead by inspiration and motivation. Mm -hmm. I try to be the one supporting everyone else. And I try to be the person with all the systems and all the structure and all of that, right? It's not my stuff. It's not what I do. And I tried really hard. Right. And I got exhausted. Did you feel like you did those things because that's what you should, quote unquote, do? Yeah, that was society, um, upbringing, everything I learned, right? Be the salt of the earth. Help everyone else. Make sure everyone is comfortable. And I think for so many of us, especially women, but even some men, right? We are so indoctrinated Mm. to play out those rules that are socially acceptable. And if that's not the energy that we have, then it's just exhausting. And and it's one of the biggest lies we tell our children, right? You can be anything you want to be. Yeah, but if it's not aligned with who you are, it won't work out. It won't be a lot. It won't be sustainable. No. Okay. So we had the, we had the breakdown. <laughs> Yay. We put ourselves back together in a new way. Yeah. What, the, what were the biggest changes? So the big changes. Monica to new Monica. Yeah. So biggest changes were like, I had so many, I had anxiety, social phobias, um, panic attacks. I had allergies and eczema and rashes and all like, chronic pain. And those were all emotions, right? Trying to come out and I couldn't let them come out. So they came out as physical and mental symptoms instead, right? So the biggest change for me was that I had so much more energy when I was being, you know, using my energy the way my energy body was designed to use its energy, right? Mm -hmm. So, So I had way more energy. My husband says it's so much more fun to be married to you these days. Because <laughs> you're doing what you love, which is aligned with your energy. Therefore, yeah. you're able to sustain it and enjoy it. Yeah. And now I have, you know, you know, just like me, like all the coaches you hire to help you. And I have had so many coaches tell me, you should get people organized. And I'm like, no, that's not what I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I inspire. I motivate. I do not organize things or people. Perfect. So Monica, so how long have you been self-employed now? And how is, is what you're doing now kind of just an evolution of what you're doing now? Uh, we're doing then, or has it evolved even further? So I started coaching 15 years ago when I realized, when I saw the effects on my health, emotionally, mentally, physically of the work that I had done, right? Mm-hmm. Then I had this, wow, imagine when people get this they will f- start throwing money at me yay right <laughs> I will build it and they will come yeah <laughs> and of course that did not happen and then I realized I had huge blocks to earning and charging and being seen and stepping up 
So I had to use the same methods and use the same tools that I had for my my health and use those for my money blocks. And, and you know, that's when, when I discovered that inner game that it's not about when we say mindset, yeah, we think of the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. But until 20, 30 years ago, we only had access to the cognitive mind and working with a cognitive and conscious mind. Yes. And 85% of all decision making every day on average is based on the subconscious. It's that iceberg you, um, um, image that you see sometimes that your conscious mind is that small piece above the water. And then the, there's this huge piece down below that can yeah. sink you like the Titanic if you're not careful. Yeah. yeah. And, and some people, like if they grow up, grow up with parents that are entrepreneurs and they have a healthy um, you know, money mindset and they know how to deal with money and finances, those people can flourish. Most of us have like really bad programming around money, finances, wealth, what we deserve. And it's all back, you know, like like when we talk about procrastination and and self-sabotage as well, self-sabotage and procrastination happens by default whenever you step up, right? But the issue is not what's going to happen. The issue, the real issue is the echo from the past. What happened once back when? Mm -hmm. So instead of working with, you know, a fear of public speaking, that's probably something that, you know, maybe happened something in your, in the fourth grade, you did something in front of the class and everyone laughed and the teacher said something really stupid. And now when you're 35 and you, you need to stand in front of an audience, it's not what's going to happen it's your subconscious going Mm-mm, we did that once it's trying to protect you yes so that's fascinating because i believe so much of the inner game around money does affect a lot of things and i have three questions i ask when i'm onboarding new clients you know around what did their parents do with money that they want to copy what is something their parents do that they never want to do and it makes for such robust conversation and you can almost see light bulbs going on in their heads going oh my gosh that's why i do xyz you must find the same in your work it's why i in the what my group program the inner game of money we always start with going back to childhood what happened and we use visualization Mm -hmm. because very often there's no cognitive memory right so we have to allow imagination to just paint a picture and when people see that picture and then I bring them back and I ask so do you see any similarities any parallels with what was happening back then and your finances now and they go whoa Right. Because they're playing it out all over again. So that's fascinating because here we are, so much of our success for a lot of entrepreneurs, if I'm hearing you correctly, is actually patterned on things that we can't even recall. Yeah. And it's not even some some of it is even generational, right? We know from uh, the Vietnam Vietnam veterans back in the 70s that PTSD travels three generations. Really? Yes. We now have new science indicating seven generations. 
Are you able to shift that? Is that possible to shift it? Yeah, it is. It is. How would we do that? So we would uh, use um, the physical sensations that come up mm -hmm. or the we can use a we can create a vivid imagination of something. Right. Or we can backtrack history. Very often we know, right, that big depression. Mm. Right. My, my grandfather, my great grandfather experienced this or that. Okay, let's do work on that. And that's why I love energy psychology. My favorite tool is tapping mm -hmm. because we get access to the nervous system, the lower part of the nervous system, the subconscious or the unconscious, and we can rewire. And it's really easy to do and it doesn't take long. Okay. Well, I, I love that. Um, I'm just looking at a quote you have uh, on your some of your on your website and on your material until you make the unconscious conscious it will direct your life and you will call it fate yes that's young so when we look at all of this what we're talking about again at that is taking these i, I sometimes think of it as like intel inside you know we know all our computers have intel inside and it's making everything run but we don't see it mm -hmm. it just makes it happen yeah and I think our subconscious has all these patterns and things that are affecting our money. And, you know, when I see somebody, you know, we, we've put the perfect plan together, they work it and they're just this close to achieving all their goals. They do something that puts them back to the start again. Yeah. And, you know, that programming, that Intel is there for a very good reason. It makes everything run more smoothly, right? Mm -hmm. um, learning how to drive a car. In the beginning, it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm using more of some different part of my brain to remember how to do it. Yes. But then when your your nervous system learns how to do everything, it just goes by default. Yes. Yes. I kind of so think that's it's a little bit like sometimes, you know, how we end up at our house. We've driven home from work and we have no idea how we got there. Yeah. And that's the rest of your life as well. Right. Your money, your job, your finances, your health, all of it, it's all run by default. And if your default is healthy, yay, congratulations, right? But if your default is, is, is wired the wrong way, if you have trauma, if you have programming trauma, because I've been doing some reading and finding that there's some definitions of trauma that have kind of expanded what I think it is. What's your definition of trauma that, because I think we've had traumas and we don't even know it. So what are some of the traumas that you, you have identified? So trauma is whenever an experience uh, leaves an imprint in your nervous system. So it could be good. It could be bad. Yeah, what well, it's trauma, usually it's it's by definition, it's, okay. it's bad, right? So, so we talk about war trauma, right? Uh, sexual abuse is a trauma. Those are the big traumas, right? Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm talking about in this. I, I, I say, if you've been in business for six months, you have financial trauma. Right. Because you set out, right? Like, like I said, oh, they're going to throw money at me. It's going to be amazing. And then things <laughs> happen. Longer than you expected. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, Zzz. so it's like a little, like a current that, that, you know, like you get kind of, you get hurt. Mm -hmm. And if you do not work through that, because here's what's happening in, in, in nature, right? Animals 
when they get traumatized, they shake it off. That, like they literally shake it off. Okay. Civilized people and their pets, they just clench up. Oh, wow. Is that why some pets need to be on anxiety medications? Because they mimic our behavior. Mm-hmm. In nature, they would just shake it off and it's gone. So they've actually unlearned a good response. Yes. And so have we. Okay. Hmm. You, will, you will see this with indigenous people, uh, that they will have very strong emotional reactions to death. and Right? They will not limit themselves. Hmm. In old times, you will read about back in, in old times, they would have uh, more of a strong reaction, crying and screaming and all of that. They would let, release the emotions. We don't release the emotions. We hang on to them. We repress them. So if, think of depression, hmm. right? We press our emotions down, depress. So we're creating a cooker pressure. And sooner or later... When you least want it. And when you don't need it, right? Right before, as you said, you give you give your clients everything they need to succeed. And you give them your heart. You give them your soul. You bend over backwards and you say, finally, right? And then they go, and then there's this coach-coachy relationship because we both have biases, right? So, so as the coach, we know this system actually works. If you would just do this, it will work. Yeah. The coachee goes, oh, I feel so bad. This must be wrong for me. This is not aligned with me. I'm a free spirit. This is not how I do it. And clash, right? Are you looking to boost your business value beyond just increasing profit? Introducing the Business Value Amplifier a revolutionary 10-week program designed to help you uncover proven methods to enhance your company's worth. Discover how to transition from feeling unsure about maximizing your business value to becoming a savvy operator who deliberately and methodically pulls the levers of value building. With the Business Value Amplifier, you can expect to take control of your business's growth and be intentional about enhancing its value. Whether you're planning to sell or simply want a more vibrant, predictable, and lucrative operation, this program is for you. Don't miss out on this opportunity to amplify your business's value in just 10 weeks. Go to blackstarwealth.com amplify and apply for the Business Value Amplifier today. That's blackstarwealth.com amplify. Your business will thank you. Monica, I'd love to get practical for a second. I'm an entrepreneur. What are some typical symptoms that I, how would, how would knowing that I have some blocks manifest? What are some two or your top two or three things you've seen that go, oh man, you should probably deal with this. Yeah. Um, are you where you want to be financially right now? Mm-hmm. Do you have, here's another one. We have entrepreneurs that they make the exact same of money year in and year out the finite like the economy goes like this yeah and they're always at the same level okay because that's where they're comfortable right do what they have to do but they won't go past it yes because going past it will trigger something yeah a response yes that's uncomfortable yeah okay do you have a third one we can look at is it procrastination Mm -hmm. is procrastination a symptom yes 
what am I procrastinating about in particular? Is it my sales calls? Is it anything to do with building the business? Like, is it any particular, you know, that, area? That depends. That's That all depends on what was hurtful for you, right? So for me, for instance, when... Um, when I hired my first business coach, she wanted me to start doing cold calling and I avoided, I avoided it yeah. and I avoided it. Yeah. And I could always explain to her why I hadn't start, started making those calls. I had the best explanations in the world. Right. Yep. And then it was like two months down the road or something. And she's Monica, why aren't you making the calls? And this time she was not letting me off the hook. And she, she was challenging me and challenging me and challenging me. And I went into this full-blown anxiety attack. Really? And I understood, whoa, this has nothing to do with cold calling. And that's when this trauma from back when I was two kind of reimmersed to the surface, where I was in this really dangerous situation for using my voice. Oh, Mm -hmm. So for me, calling these big corporations and say, this is what I can do, that reminded my subconscious about that time when I was two and I voiced something that was by, by um, relatives, really, they were really provoked. And so I got physically attacked at the age of two. Wow. So, so it once again, it didn't have anything to do with what was going to happen yeah but my subconscious was trying to keep me safe do not speak out too loud do not trigger anything sit still in the boat right this is risky and that's why it doesn't make sense so many business coaches go like yeah why do you procrastinate stop it just stop doing it right or start doing it whatever right but, <laughs> but yeah the point i want to take away or i think that that hasn't been said but to actually find out that it happened to you at whatever age, I think you need a guide because mm -hmm. otherwise you're going to stop before you get to the real answer. Yes. And that's why I have specialized in those money blocks and, and in the nervous system. So when I listen to people, I can hear where in the nervous system those blocks are. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and we all have them. Oh, for sure we do. Oh, wow. Uh, so Monica, I want to take a, um, so you have a, a course, it's a nine week course just to help with this. And what, what's that called? It's called the, um, the game of money. Is that correct? The inner game of money, the inner game of money. Yeah. So, so the, the, the thing with this is that my clients need to have a business coach as we do this program. Mm, yeah. Because they need to go hand in hand. So I can't take someone like I can't have a Facebook ad and uh, get get leads and get them into my program because the people that come into the program, then if they don't have a guide with the how to the tacticals, yes, yeah. then they we will be doing all of this trauma work. And it's amazing. Right. But there, there are action steps you need to take. Mm hmm. So, so I for this program, I need people to be with someone who is a business coach that can hold them in their hand and say, now you do this and now you do that. And then people get triggered and I can deal with the triggers. So, so they go hand in hand. And this is, I, for me, this is one of the big uh, like missing links mm -hmm. in, in business coaching. And, and uh, 
I know that some of the big, big gurus that have these, you know, million dollar launches and they're seen all over the internet, the elephant in the room is that the success rate of people getting to the big promise that they're opting in for is less than 10%. So what you're saying is by combining the inner game work and the practical, you can change that percent way higher. So, so that's what I do, why I do what I do, because the collateral damage in business coaching, right? Business coaching in the U.S. alone is a plus $14 billion industry. And we have all of these people that have like in amazing knowledge. They have systems. They know how to do things, right? And they have to sift through this ocean of small entrepreneurs yeah. to find the grill that will actually succeed and that's what I want to like we cannot allow this to happen too many people are being hurt in the process and 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 not getting the returns that they they deserve yeah. and 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 need and, and not, not getting out to their people yeah that have amazing knowledge they can change lives they can revolutionize industries they can change the world and they are caught in this cycle of self-sabotage and procrastination and then their coach tells them why didn't you just do it come on get yourself up from the floor and just do it what i'm telling you right as if the self-blame and the shame isn't big enough already fascinating fascinating um we'll put a, a link to the program in the show notes monica because i think people should definitely check it out um but I, before i close off and everything. I want to talk a little bit about networking because you and I met in an online situation. And um, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs are starting to default to the old ways before the pandemic of, uh, for lack of a better word, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies, right? So um, if we were to look at it, what has made you successful uh, or what, what tactics have you employed to increase your your risk, I'm sorry, not risk, but your reach globally. Yeah. So I decided right before the pandemic hit, I decided I have done enough in Sweden. I want to go international, right? And I didn't quite know how to do that. And then everything closed down and everyone went online. Mm. And I just love, I was terrified in the beginning, you know, having to speak English and going into these big rooms with tons and tons of people and, you know, American people and they're loud. And <laughs> But now I love it because I can reach people. I can find the, the thought leaders, the people that already have the programs that have the how-to and the execution. Yeah. So, so I am now, I'm looking for the people that lead. Because those are the people I want to get to so that I can offer my stuff. And I, you know, together create that synergy effect so that more people can become successful. I love it, Monica. I love it. And I love that you've embraced and gone global. Uh, I mean, I love the fact that you're in Sweden and I'm in Nova Scotia, Canada, and we're having this great conversation. How do people reach out and get in touch with you if they would like to do any work with you? Yeah, LinkedIn uh, is the best way to get a hold of me. Um, I, you know, to get into the inner game of money, you need to be in the program with one of my partners. Yeah, 
because you know it's not responsible of me to say yay i can heal your money blocks because there's execution there are things to be it goes hand in hand so so you can't just buy that course you you have to have a business coach and what's great, Monica, is that you and I are exploring how we can put, I can potentially be one of those coaches to yeah. add this into the, my offerings. Yeah. Um, so, Monica, is there a question I haven't asked that we should answer before we sign off? No, I'm just so uh, grateful that that we met in one of those Zoom rooms. <laughs> uh, and I, I there's so much that can be done now with the knowledge that we have yes and there are so many people just waiting to bring their genius and their greatness and the healing that they offer into the world and let's just help them monica that's beautiful uh so to wrap up i think the real bottom line here today is that the inner game of money is not only the inner game but it's the tactics and they need to be married for true results Thank you so much for your time today, Monica. That was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Real Bottom Line. This show is produced by Black Star Wealth. Executive producer, Wendy Brookhouse. To learn more about the show or to contact us, go to blackstarwealth.com.